targeting podcast about video games and stuff um i'm luke joined by the what's going on that's going uh, we got two questions what are you drinking what are you playing how did you know i was drinking i just guessed oh uh i have <laughs> i have a strawberry mango banana smoothie bam fresh Nice. Let's some, some soy milk. No, I... Yeah, I had my coffee this morning like a normal person. So I... I'm not drinking coffee. I've thought about adding coffee to a smoothie, though, but I'm not quite sure how I feel about that. Um... Because, like, a, a smoothie should be... Like, a, like a, a coffee smoothie. Like, are there such things as coffee smoothies? I don't even know. If it was like a frappuccino, cappuccino type flavor, not just like black coffee, that'd probably be pretty good. I mean, yeah, but I'm going to do some black coffee, so. I mean, I feel like some black coffee with like some vanilla cream, um, maybe some yogurt to thicken it up a little bit, um, honey. I'll figure that out. You're the smoothie king, so... um... Oh, I don't... Definitely not. I mean, I make (laughs) smoothies, but I'm definitely not the smoothie king. I wish I could buy some of their um, stock, though. Because, god dang, do I love smoothie king. (laughs) Jeez. Smoothie king is... (sighs) God dang, that's my, like... The problem is, they need to be more widespread. But that's for a whole... That's on our business podcast check it out yeah it's called in the biz <laughs> all right i i feel like that's already a podcast it's a good name hopefully nobody took we can't be giving away this game for free man free names man i'm full of them i'm full of them no not really. that's like the only business um dude we can just as i'm trying well i was trying to buy turnips earlier today and um so we could just call it the stock market like, that one was already taken, wasn't it? Like, uh, it's a play on stalk, stock, wait. Well, that's in Animal Crossing, which is what I've been playing. So let me get back to what I've been playing. Um, so I've been playing some Animal Crossing. I don't know, man. Like, I'm so hyped, but I feel like it's such a, a slow game that, like, I'm out, I'm, uh, I've grown out of them. I guess. Um, so I really want to like do something else. So I haven't been playing as much as I like. If I knew what I know now, whenever I bought it, I probably would not have bought it. You know. Really. Yeah, I'll admit it. Like it's fun. You have have you even played it yet? No. Uh, I plead the fifth. Okay, so that's a no. Got it. Um, yeah, like. I mean, I loved it on the GameCube, but all the other ones, I think that I've just grown out of the slow, 
the slow games. I don't. I'm not really a fan of slow games anymore. I, it's weird that I say that after Death Stranding and um, Red Dead, especially. But yeah, I don't think that I'm into slow games anymore. So whatever. Um, now that I got the Minecraft server going, I've been playing a lot on that. Uh, but that's like that's that's like my slow game. I think is just hopping on there, doing some building. No big deal. Moving on. Like it's nothing. It's not the best game in the world, but I thoroughly enjoy how relaxing it is and how you can form an idea and then build it. You know, Um, and and you can always like there's always a goal. You can be like, I want to find diamonds today. Not that I mean that's always the goal, but. You know, there's other goals that you can set forth. And and the fact that there's so many other modes to that game is really interesting. But um, so I've been playing that. Um, I'm going to start. I haven't started yet, but I'm going to start probably tonight. Um, the Last of Us. I really want to play that before and beat that again before the second one comes out. So I'm, I'm losing valuable daylight here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then... Uh, Civ, since that was free on Epic, which we are terrible people because we didn't have a podcast before that to announce it. Um, but yeah, geez, God, I love Civ. Um, but I realize I, I, I'm not very good at it, um, this time. So there's that. And then what else have I been playing? I'm playing a lot of other random stuff, but that's, for the most part, I think that's it. I'm trying to get back into Pokemon because I need to beat that as well. And then, um, so, like, that, that's what's on my plate right now is Civ, Minecraft, Pokemon, and The Last of Us. Done. Gotcha. That's a jam-packed list. That's um, four games. <laughs> it's quality stuff. Hopefully you can finish The Last of Us because it's not, like, super long. See, I disagree, though. Like, I mean, you may be right. I think that it's because... Okay, so I I don't replay games. I know I've said that on this podcast, but I want to preface this. I do not replay games. Like, I play a game, I beat it, and I'm done. I generally don't pick it up ever again. And if I do, I'll pick it up for, like, one play session. I'll be like, this is what I'm going to do, and then I just don't do it. Um, So, but I remember playing that whenever I lived in Georgia, and, like... I don't know. I felt like it took forever. But I don't know if that's because I, I just didn't have much time. So whenever I did get a chance, I played it and it was like, I can only play it or a week. So because of that, I am i don't know if it's because of that. Because of I could only play it so infrequently, that's the reason why it took so long. But I don't know. I'm also planning on, this is probably like really bad but i'm also planning on like putting at the easiest difficulty because i just want the story um yeah but yeah i I, i'm losing daylight like i said but i felt like it's just pretty long but that's me personally i think it might have been like 20 hours which i guess that's that's like good length i guess these days like a short game is probably like eight hours and then when you get into the 30 40s that's like what used to be the normal old length but now it's getting to be the long length I right suppose. yeah it's just uh, well we'll see yeah. <laughs> i'll update you in what a month yeah and we do the next one 
And I, I wanted, I really wanted to finish the first one before the second one too, but I don't, I don't think I'm gonna get to it either, because um, I'm in the middle of a few other games. But and whenever I eventually do it, I'll just do it on the easy as well to to catch up on the story, because right. I played through yeah. on normal before. Yeah. Um, oh, and uh, Warzone. I've been playing too much yeah. Warzone. It's actually like a problem. Like I think I'm slightly addicted. It's a problem. Um. So I have been playing that as well. So the, some of the things that I've been playing, um, I, I've actually been dipping into the Call of Duty multiplayer, like the the normal Modern Warfare multiplayer, um, which it, it feels good. It reminds me of, you know, the, the good old days of playing Modern Warfare 1 and 2 and Black Ops 1 and 2. So I think like this one feels the most like that. So I compared so, to... Or so you're ahead. playing the new one? Yeah, Modern Warfare. Okay, I didn't know if you. Okay, I didn't know if you were talking about the one that's. Oh well, I guess it's not free yet. The one that's going to be free. Which one's that one? Uh. Oh, the PlayStation Plus one. World War Two. Yeah. World War Two. World uh, War Two. I don't know. Yeah, the, the yeah, PlayStation yeah. Plus one. Yeah. No, not that one. Um, uh, Modern Warfare, like. It feels the most like those classic ones that I enjoyed the most, but still, it's just I tough need, to stick with the online shooter. Um, I need to get that game. I, I want to play the single player, just because I hear the single player on that one is so good. Yeah, I, I played a few missions of that when I first got it, and it's it was pretty enjoyable. I It bothers me that you only played a few, but keep going. Well, I, I'm just not much of a shooter guy. You're, I'm disagreeing with that one says the guy that's playing half-life alex which is uh, I, 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 most people would call that a shooter most people but anyway um <laughs> modern warfare multiplayer that's the call of duty multiplayer i feel like i would stick with the most compared to the space ones or like the rocket jump ones the mech ones whatever yeah um, it just feels right it's still right. it's a it's a annoying community to be like hearing Get hearing into. the N word and hearing the F word being thrown around and and stuff like that and it's all a bunch of kids. A bunch Why don't of you just kids. mute it? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do mute everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really I want to say it. <laughs> so it's just a kind of uncomfortable community of high school children playing Call of Duty, but it's a fun game. Right. I'll take you um, for it. I can't get into the multiplayer of those. Just I think it's because of that. Like I just don't care. Warzone's a little bit differently because I think that there's more of a strategy rather than just run in. And yeah. that's and I'm I'm more interested in the strategy than running in. <laughs> I think and I think that's really the only reason why I like enjoy uh, battle royale games outside of Fortnite, of course. Yeah, it's it's not just pure adrenaline twitch right it's not just yeah it's not just shots. like run in there spray and pray as bad as that is to say but that's like i don't know i watched um my sister's boyfriend play call of duty the other day and like i don't know i just felt like he was just like there was no there was no fluidity to it like it was just pick a, a, a direction run and hope that you shoot as many people as possible before you die like that's literally it 
whenever, like, for Battle Royale, it's more like, I see somebody, do I engage or do I just let them go? Because right now it's not worth that fight. It's better to just save that for the end. Or maybe it is worth that fight then. Like, that's why, like, you have to pick and choose your battles. And um, rather than just running into a room where there's most likely somebody in the corner that just most likely is waiting for you to run in, which is just most likely going to just light you up as soon as you walk in. Done. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Been playing some Overwatch 2 uh, with my Overwatch as well, not the sequel, which is not out yet. Um, uh, Overwatch with my girlfriend um, on PC, and uh, that's a, that's another good shooter that's different. It's got a different um, style of play, like like Battle Royale. Um, it t- it takes some time to like find a a hero that you like and like kind of clicks with you. But I've, I've got a few um, that I know I'm a fan of now. And um, it's a wide range between the, all the different different types, um, tank, healing, or support, or whatever, and uh, uh, damage. So I've um, been learning, like, team composition and, and stuff like that. Still a total noob. But um, it's it, that's a cool game because it, again, deviates from that standard, just run in and kill people first person shooter which i mean that's what that's what was big what 10 years ago and then we've evolved with battle royale or hero shooters and whatever mm-hmm. um so i mean i'm what four years too late now to the overwatch party but um dude so keep keep it up and you're gonna end up playing the um league of legends and shit the, the valoran i'm probably gonna try if it's free i might as well try it I mean, yeah, I think that I want to wait for uh, uh, once I get my computer built and stuff like that. Speaking of which, RAM came the other day. Moving on. Nice. G skill, Trident Z. Yeah, RGB, Trident Z, RGB. All right, good. Um, So on the non-shooter front, um, I've been playing through Portal 2. Um, Kind of inspired me to to do that after we talked about it the other week. Um, So I'm almost through that. Um, Where are you at? I have to ask. I just and don't say I'm just I'm like in chapter two. Oh, well, it's chapter seven or eight. So, uh, so you yeah. you fall all the way down after the plot twist, and then you got to make your way back up. Yeah. Right. So yeah. And there's a there's the old historical section, and then you get back into the 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 current day section. So I'm almost at the end of all the historical sections. Uh, um okay i don't think that you're at eight or seven but that's it's fine. definitely seven okay maybe maybe it is because i know that there's only nine yeah and, and i feel like i don't know i think that's around the time where i was starting to get like bored not bored because it's fine but i don't know it was just like oh my gosh another puzzle oh my gosh another which i know that the game is just built on puzzles but like you can only do so many different variety of puzzles where like you're just putting it on there's just puzzles there as filler that's that's the way i started to feel where like i've done this i've done this hundreds of times already it's i got this down let's move it on let's go to the next thing bring in the next gimmick and let's finish this one out but so that's just my personal opinion though i i kind of disagree but i think the reason why is because i got really invested in the story the first time 
And then I kind of forgot a lot of the fine details. So I was mm-hmm. uh, getting really attached to the, the details of the story and some of the hidden things that you can find. Um, so I think if you get into that, the length is more bearable. I do think like they had to pad it out a little bit for it to be more of a full game, not um, you know like a $20 mm-hmm. thing like the first one was. Um, yeah, I guess. yeah, I mean, that's a good point, but I don't know. I'd much rather spend... I guess I would much rather spend the money on something that's a little bit shorter and is more like that does what it's doing rather than just paying for padding. Yeah. I mean, but that's me. I, I think for me, it's worth it because it, you get a lot of little details about the half-life universe and that's, it's, it's small stuff that's easily missable, but I, I, I think that's really cool. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, anyway, no, I, yeah. Um, playing through Yakuza Zero, so I'm like maybe 20% through that. That's a that's gonna be a long game. It's um, I've already played that a lot, and I'm not very far in the story. But um, for you know, I wanted to play the Yakuza Yakuza games for a long time, and just never really took a shot because you you hear about how long they are, and um, Crazy. it's a it's it's a co- complex story. It's weird. Um. You know, you got to get over the the initial investment, and then you and then you're all in, right? But there's that big initial investment. But been really digging that. Um, just got to keep putting in time to it. But it's it's a definitely a very weird, unique game. But I, I see why people like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm really I've been wanting to play that too. But like like you said, I I don't I feel like I don't really have the the energy to invest that long into a game anymore and that unless it's like something that i know that i'm gonna invest the like i don't know like the last of us i know that the last of us it, it can be like a hundred hour game and i know i'm gonna do it just because i enjoyed it so much but like a game that i don't know if i will enjoy i don't know if it's i don't feel that interested in putting that much time into a game as bad as that is god dang that sounds terrible I'm i mean sorry. that's that's life yeah uh, we all just need to quit right. our jobs everybody quit our jobs exactly Start. they can't all they can't fire us all <laughs> okay anyway um and the main other thing i've been playing is assassin's creed odyssey so i i was trying to work on black flag because i wanted to go back and experience some of the older ones and then i ended up just getting in into odyssey um which is a super addicting game but it's it's such a huge map with so many side quests, so many small missions that like I think you can just infinitely like it infinitely spawns like uh, these like mercenary missions that um, are, are just small time sinks. But there's just so much to do, and it, it does a good job of like making it addicting to clear out one area because you have a huge map, but then you can zoom into a smaller area and zoom into another smaller like section of that, and then you can um, you just clear that out, you complete it 100%, move on to the next one. It's just very, very addicting. But it does feel kind of like shallow because I feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over again, mm-hmm. except for the main main story missions. But um, I, I think like last weekend I played a ton of it, so that's probably why I was starting to feel burnt out on it. So I think after a little bit of a break, um, it might feel feel better. Where are you, where are you playing that on? Curious. Uh, PC. Well, I know that. I'm meaning like, 
dare I say, are you playing it on Stadia? <laughs> are you no, playing I'm... on Steam, Epic? Where, where are we talking about? Steam, I'm assuming? Steam. Uh, I, I try to get everything on Steam. Um, yeah. Because even though, like, sometimes the Epic sales have better better deals and better prices, I just like having... I just like having everything in the same ecosystem, yeah. um, same friends list. Steam has a good like community section, you know, where if people have like issues or like like technical glitches, you can post about that and stuff. Yeah, and all that's super convenient. No, I I completely agree. I I was really just asking because um, I'm thinking about going to. Uh, I listened to a podcast recently where somebody was talking about playing through um, Syndicate. And because of that, because I have Syndicate for free on, well, I got it for free whenever it was free on PlayStation Plus. So I thought about going back to that to play it because I heard that that's like a drastically underrated one. So, um, yeah, that's what I was thinking about doing. But um, but then again, I really want to play through um, Origins as well. So I was just kind of curious where you were playing it at and i figured it was steam but i was just checking i I think any any platform will be good yeah oh yeah i mean i need a better computer before i play something like that because that's like crazy good like crazy good looking yeah and it's got a big open world so it's it's kind of a cpu hog but yeah i know i but Thank God Martinez is not here because he would not shut up about that. <laughs> Anything else? Nope, that's all I've been playing. All right. Okay. So that's what we've been playing. Um, suppose we should get into the news. Um, since the last time we did a podcast, there's been a decent amount of next gen news and uh, happenings. So I guess we go pretty much in chronological order. Um, Microsoft had a Xbox Series X showcase of third-party games um, towards the beginning of the month of May. And this was hyped as our first glimpse at next-gen gameplay, um, the (laughs) unveiling of the future of games. Definitely not did not deliver on that promise, they were actually mostly CG trailers, so did not show a good representation of what next gen is going to look like. Now, did I come away with four games that I'm really excited about? Yeah, um, but again, it wasn't gameplay. Four? It was, yeah. Hmm. I mean, then okay, that's fine. Well, maybe six. Looking at this list, probably six. Uh, um. Let me let me think about this. One, two, three. okay. Dang, did I really enjoy it that much? Like, I didn't think that anything was cool, but actually looking at this, maybe I did think some things were cool. But the thing is, the the showcase itself was not a good representation of next gen, or or did not get people excited about next gen. Yeah, there was mm-hmm. there was cool games. So like. Just to run through stuff real quick, Bright Memory Infinite, I think looks really good. They started off the show with that. It's uh, it's like designed by one person, but I'm assuming he like contracts other stuff from other people. But like initially designed by one person, and it, it looks amazing. It's like a super um, 
super detailed first person action game. So it's shooting and and melee weapons. Um, and it moves very, very fast and you can wall run and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, so that, that looks really fun. Hopefully the, the actual game looks like the trailer. Yeah, uh, and they've been working on this for a while. Like, it's a yeah. pretty, yeah, fleshed out game. I'm assuming since it's been, I think that the first time it was shown in like was like 2014, so it's been a while. Yeah, and it, they they have like a prologue available on Steam for like 10 bucks, which I think it's only like an hour or two. So that's like kind mm-hmm. of their early access crowdfunding kind of way to to gain money for it. Right. Um, I mean, it looks great. I hope it. I hope it plays like this trailer looks because it they look great um so i'm personally excited for vampire the masquerade bloodlines 2 mm-hmm. the trailer that they showed was whack as hell it was not a good trailer. really you didn't think that okay i thought it was a dumb trailer. i thought <sighs> okay. but that's just me no i i don't think it showed much i because that's the one with like the because it was like Christmas gifts and it was like Christmas time and then like yeah er, they, like all these mutilated bodies basically but acting as puppets right yeah, yeah I thought that was that was different <laughs> I don't know if I would say that it was good or bad um I don't know it it enticed me I want to know what what the hell's going on but at the same time I get what you mean like there was nothing there to like show you anything really like it didn't show you anything it just showed that it, it's almost like um the dead island trailer that goes backwards that it was a really good trailer but whenever it's in the confines of the game it doesn't make sense you know and yeah yeah i suppose like both those trailers like get people talking i guess yeah yeah but um like, i think that they were just going for like as you said they were just going for a whack trailer, as you yeah. said in the document here. But th- I think that's going to be a great game. Um, Are you just jumping that? around and picking them? Just curious. Y- yeah, I was just going to go through the ones that I thought looked good. Okay. Um, Scarlet Nexus is a Bandai Namco like action RPG. So that I'm that's right up my alley. Definitely excited for that. But that's uh, that one's coming to every every platform. Um, yeah. And it didn't really like look next gen, but it it looks good, and I'm sure I'll enjoy it. Um, Yakuza Like a Dragon. This was actually to jump off my my playing of Yakuza Zero. This was pretty exciting because uh, the latest game Like a Dragon had not been um, a, a date hadn't been announced for the West. They said it was coming to the West, but didn't say anything more about that. And it's already out in Japan. Um, so it's a pretty cool get for. For Microsoft, you know, all the, or not all of them, but the first three Yakuza games are coming to Game Pass on Xbox and PC, and then they got the the marketing deal. It looks like for for Like a Dragon, um, will release at launch on the Series X and be enhanced and whatever. But again, it's it's coming out for everything. But I'm pretty excited for that. It's it's Yakuza, but it's like more of an RPG than an action game. So I think that'll be pretty cool. Um, do we want to touch on any of the other games before we? Talk about the last one, which will probably be the the most to discuss. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I thought that um, Scorn was weird, but I think that if it follows into like some sort of 
alien horror game i think that could be interesting because that, that was a really messed up trailer like really messed up trailer but uh, i i thought that like i, I don't know it interests me because it was messed up um so there's that i i think that that could be interesting there um also uh i thought call of the sea looked okay like not yeah. great but um I I thought it gave me like Sea of Thieves vibes with an actual like story to it, which I'm down for. That's cool. But other than other than that, no, I agree basically with everything you said. But yeah, that, that well, the it as a whole though, I I don't know if we want to talk about that, but it as a whole, I think was very lacking. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then to cap it off, they had Assassin's Creed Valhalla which they said was going to be the first look at gameplay. And there was literally like seven seconds of gameplay in that trailer. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's a good looking game. I'm sure it's going to be great. I'm going to play it because I really like the last few Assassin's Creeds, but I want to actually see the game. So yeah, that, that, yeah, I would say what I, what I put in our doc is like, this is the first like questionable thing Microsoft has done or showed um, with next gen. Cause they were, they've been on point with, the revealing next gen they've been you know doing stuff earlier than they normally did they've been very transparent showing mm-hmm. the design what's inside literally taking apart the console um describing all their plans for all this stuff um including a few more things that we'll talk about later but this is the first thing that was like oh that's kind of a misstep like yeah this, this isn't a good look yeah that i definitely concur so we should probably move on from that. Um, a couple other announcements that were associated with the Summer Games Fest. So, so this, let's talk about the Summer Games Plus Fest real quick. Um, we put in here, is it a sign, was the Xbox showcase a sign that the Summer Games Fest was a flop or is a flop? Mm-hmm. And I that just wish me. that there was, yeah, I just wish there was more of a schedule with the Summer Yes! Thank it, you. I, I am pretty disappointed with that because... They associated this Xbox thing, and then there's barely a calendar. There's just like when something happens, Summer Game Fest retweets it. Right. Like they're not they're not the one to announce something. They're not like the actual branding on stuff. They just retweet everything that's happening. Right. And I mean, I I'm doing it now just to make sure that I'm still okay. Not Summer Squash. <laughs> summer <laughs> Games Fest. Sorry, I don't know why it auto-populated to Summer School Wash. But, yeah, like, I go to the to the website for it, too, and it's, like, see the schedule. And, like, it just, it, like, doesn't give you much at all. Like, there is a schedule, don't get me wrong, but it's more like you just got to wait. And that's, okay, now, okay, I actually take all that back because now that I'm looking at it, there is a pretty good schedule now. Like, there definitely okay. wasn't, though, in May. Like, May doesn't even exist, really, on this calendar. But now it looks pretty good. Like, we have June 6th, Gorilla Collective, June 6th, PC Showcase, Gaming Show, Showcase, whatever you want to say. So, okay, it looks like they're getting a little better with it. So I guess it's not too bad anymore. But it definitely was a problem. Like, that was terrible. And I'm actually going to subscribe to this shit. But, yeah, I think, like, early May, we didn't really have anything because... the details were getting ironed out for this early June stuff. So now we're end of May and we, we can see all this stuff that's happening in June and, and right. some in July. 
So it's actually a little fleshed out. Um, but I, I, with Keeley and all his connections and everything, I was really hoping this would be much more than it has been. And we'll, I guess we'll see at the end of June what, what stuff looks like. But I, I was, I was, I guess I took it as a replacement for his E3 Coliseum and, and all these other things. But yeah, I don't think it's going to quite be that. I mean, yeah, um, that's really disappointing. But I mean, hey, shit happens, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so I subscribed to this calendar and nothing's popped up for June. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Huh, that's a little weird. So some of the things that they have announced, uh, Tony Hawk 1 and 2 remake, which I, I hope it, it is, is at least just good. Because the last few, like Tony Hawk 5, and I think there was like an HD remake of something else, were trash, I believe. 5 was definitely trash. So hopefully this is just good. It did, at least just works. That's all I want. I mean, I, yeah, I think that this time, um, I think this time we can... When did they do... What HD remake did they do? It was... I think it was on, like, PS3. Huh. I don't remember. Because, I, I, I mean, the sad part is, is that I was going to say, like, these are more of an update, like a re, remaster. I, I don't think that they're really remakes, but I guess that they are. No, they're definitely remakes. I take that back. I, I think it the looks point good is, enough. Yeah. It, yeah. The, I think that... The core foundation, like, they're not changing the game all that much. But that's why I was going to say that it's a remaster more than a remake. But I think that they are making some pretty big changes. But I don't think that they're making changes to the gameplay, necessarily. Like, they're adding things in. So, for instance, like, the manuals and the... All the stuff, all the features from Tony Hawk 3 are going to be in both of these ones. So you're going to have your manual tricks, which means that you and I can actually beat the game. Um, yeah, that's definitely <laughs> necessary to have it be playable. Right. Uh, but yeah, like, so you have the whatever it is, the um, the thing where you like switch the board, whatever the hell that's called. I can't even remember. The transfer, I think it's called. Uh, like, revert is when you like land and switch and then yeah. and the transfer is like in the air. Right, and yeah, transfer allows you to like go out of the thing. Yeah, so like both of the games are gonna have that stuff. They're getting basically most of the same um, music, and they're updating the music as well. So that's good. Um, and the cool thing, I think it's cool, is that all of the um, all, all the skaters are going to be um, they're gonna look like they do now. So you're gonna get aged models which is kind of awesome so like tony hawk won't be like tony hawk whenever he was whatever age he was whenever tony hawk one came out he's gonna be tony hawk now and he's gonna look like now so i think that's a cool little twist to it so i i don't know i have um i think that that's i think that that all is a good idea and i think that that more indicates that they are trying to stay for the most part um they're trying to stay like the game was back in the back in the day which is definitely good um so we also got the mafia trilogy announced wait wait. but where's skate four that's never gonna happen i don't know about that moving on uh mafia trilogy so this is kind of a mixed bag so mafia one uh the definitive edition or whatever looks like a pretty great update it looks a lot better 
you know, brought into the current gen or next gen. So that's pretty exciting. That one, um, Mafia one specifically, mm-hmm. uh, Mafia two is a pretty well regarded game and the definitive edition's already out. Apparently it's a, a terrible update and has tons of glitches, which is disappointing. Yeah. And then Mafia three definitive edition is already out, but that game is so new that I, d- I don't think there's any reason to get the definitive one because there's, there can't be that much different. It, that that was like a 2016 yeah. game. Oh, I don't even think it was 2016. I felt like it was more 2017. But I mean, you you may be right. Um, I know that it's like still pretty new. Yeah, it's way too new to get a update. remaster. Yeah, that's. But, but it's crazy because like I mean, I understand why because they want to make it a trilogy rather than just redoing one. So is it the which one comes out in the fall? Two of them are out now, but what is it? The the original one comes out in the fall. Yeah, Mafia, Mafia one, one comes out in the fall because that's that's the biggest um like upgrade. Shame. Yeah, yeah, because that game came out in like what like 2001, 2002. Yeah, it's 01 or 02 on PC. Yeah, and that so that's awesome. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I've not really played much of them. I have Mafia three on because. It came free dude i should probably at some point look at all the free games that i got because i'm sure that i have plenty of games to play because like i get them and i just never really play them though yeah <laughs> and grand theft auto i guess but i still have yet to play it so it doesn't matter but uh, yeah i i definitely want to play it. have you played any of the mafias just curious the only one i played was three and I was pretty disappointed by it. Really? Okay. Hmm. I played I played three, and I ended up flipping my car like immediately, and I never like during the during the the uh, the tutorial I flipped my car and I never played it again. Like, <laughs> so that game there was like big missions like as you take over an area and you take out like the gang leader, mm-hmm. like those missions were pretty cool. Um, but you have to do so many repetitive missions to like wear down their gang strength in the area or, or whatever. So you, those are like five to seven missions of the exact same thing to get to one really cool one. And it's it was just yeah. more repetitive than normal, because that basically describes most open world games. But it was more repetitive than than normal. That that reminds me of Assassin's Creed one. So you kind of turned me off a little bit yeah definitely go for mafia one or two i'd say um so one other pretty cool thing that the summer games fest had was showing off the unreal engine 5 demo which was running on playstation 5 hardware um and this is obviously going to come to other things um or really really come to everything uh in 2021 when it launches but the demo itself was pretty damn impressive um I, I would say in some parts, you know, with the, the cave detail and the rock detail, like, look pretty damn lifelike. Yeah. Um, with the statues billions and Billions of triangles. Oh, yeah, billions. Billions of triangles. <laughs> you see this one statue? It has a billion triangles. And there's a hundred of those statues in this room. Dude, whenever he said that, like, the about the statues in the room and, like, the room's dark, and I was like, what, why would you even tell us that? I didn't think that they were going to light up the room. I thought he was just going to be like, yeah, we just have all these models, like, just in the dark. But whatever. I It was a good – I just want that game. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which is not going to, I guarantee no, it's not going to come out. That's but. never going to happen. Never going to happen. Like, they, how many times? I I think that there was um there was a thread on Twitter, I think. Um, maybe it was in a Discord server. But there was a thread somewhere about how, like, all everybody's wanting all these games that they showcase their stuff at. And, um, like, there's only one of them that has ever actually turned into a game. I can't I want to say it was, like, a Gears one that... The, it was like a one from forever ago where it was actually like a Gears demo that they used for it. So that like ended up turning into Gears later on or something like that. But it's only been like one time. So everybody's like is annoyed because it's not going to be a game. Yeah. So th- this is pretty exciting. And Sony was smart to kind of tie themselves and tie the PS5 to this since... um. This happened right after the Xbox showcase, so um, I, I feel like this was our first real glimpse of next gen. But we're not going to see games that look like that. But this is kind of what's possible. Um, yeah. So they, it's really kind of pointless to associate it with PS5 since it's going to be on everything. But and I believe I heard reports that that demo can also run on current laptops that are out now. So the uh, PC Master Race is still holding strong. Don't worry. Um, Are you throwing yourself into that side now? Uh, no, no, no. Um, okay. So that's most of this the Summer Game Fest stuff. Nintendo is taking an interesting approach uh, to their announcements so far. We'll see what, what else happens. But um, when everybody else in the industry years ago was doing live press conferences with tons of Flash, Nintendo went to just an online YouTube video where they just had somebody talking over trailers. You know, they they always went one to two steps simpler than everybody else. Now, in the current situation, everybody else is just doing a YouTube stream talking over trailers. So Nintendo has to take it even more simple than that by simply just <laughs> tweeting out announcements randomly and not having any kind of press conference. So <laughs> one random day, we got a tweet announcing Paper Mario Origami King, which... I okay. hope that it's a lot better than the past few Paper Mario games. Um, that's all I can hope for. I don't. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna wait for reviews and everything on this one because, like the the sticker one was it Sticker Star on 3DS? Yeah, Sticker Star. Yeah. Not great. Not not great. Wait, then, that was on. Which one was on this? Uh, not on, was it on the Switch? No, not on the no. Switch. Wii U. There was one on the Wii U which. Uh, color splash, which I think yeah, that's was, the one with the crazy lemons. Yes, yes, the yeah. lemons. I forgot about those. I think Dude, um, that was like the best part of the game. Some of the best graphics on the Wii U is those lemons, but um, I think that one was reviewed better than Sticker Star, but still not spectacular. I think it was like six and seven and some eights, and then Sticker Star was like five out of ten across the board. So hopefully it's a good game. That's all I'm asking for. I'm not expecting. Like the original or Thousand Year Door. No, we're not going to get that, but make it something decent at least. <laughs> um, and hopefully, so with Nintendo's Direct that is that is allegedly being de- delayed. Um, you know, they they normally do an E3 Direct, and what people have been saying is that that Direct is no longer on the schedule at all. I'm guessing they're just going to announce stuff as they can, as as it becomes available and things get finished up. So. 
I just hope that they keep right. things rolling. Uh, I mean, they, they don't have a lot on their release calendar right now. Yeah, I can say with 100% confidence that it is not, and I repeat, not on the Summer Games Fest calendar. Yeah. <laughs> just so, uh, in terms of these summer gaming festivals, um, IGN is also doing the Summer of Gaming 2020. And they announced a couple weeks worth of events. So this is, I was kind of excited by this because I think this is what I was expecting a little bit more, where there's a couple weeks where they're going to have streams and uh, interview people. And it, it looks like it'll be more more um, comparable to, to previous E3 type coverage. Um, so they start off each day, it looks like, with a speed run, it seems like, um, interviewing uh, industry people like David Hayter, uh, Brian Fargo, John Romero throughout the week, um, showcasing a lot of games um, that we've seen or heard about. Um, they're incorporating some of these other other conferences into their calendar, like the uh, Gorilla Collective and things like that. But straight off the bat, June 5th, there's like three unannounced games, and then there's a few more unannounced games on their schedule. So um, I don't know if it's going to be a reveal or if it's stuff that we're going to see at the PS5 event yeah. on the 4th. Guessing a combination of the both. So I'm oh. looking forward to this stuff. Are you more looking forward to this or um, Summer Games Fest? Just curious. Well, r- right now this, this E3 style coverage has me more excited. But I, I know Summer Games Fest, they have a couple conferences lined up, like one in June and one in July. So I, hopefully that's where Keeley is going to flex his muscle and and bring in some good stuff. But we'll see. Right now I'm more excited for this IGN stuff because we, we have more on the calendar, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really, I'll be honest, I haven't really looked at this this calendar. Um just because, I don't know, I feel like a lot of the stuff that IGN does, it's not really, like, new stuff. Like, they don't really get their hands on new stuff very often. It's just more like, hey, we're doing a deep dive. And so, and I don't necessarily care about deep dives. I want to see the, because I can come back and see a deep dive. It's not that big of a deal to me. But right. I would like to see some, like, new stuff. But, um, I mean, definitely looking over this, I think it's cool that they... Like, do the charity streams and everything like that. And then, especially starting it off with um, a speed run, that's kind of cool. Gets you, like, in the mood and stuff like that. And, I mean, now that everybody's pretty much working from home, like, I can just put it on the TV and just watch it while I'm at work or working. And that's kind of awesome. Especially Uh, now that I know that there's a Roku IGN app. I just found out about that, by the way. Oh, nice. Which is stupid. I should have known that before. Moving on. Okay, so we got a couple big ones, but I feel like we should talk about this one here. Kerbal Space Program 2 has been delayed until fall 2021. That's did you play great. this game? Uh, I played the demo. Um, I'm not smart enough for the actual game. But I'm on, like, especially with the launch yesterday, I'm on um pretty big... Space vibe. Space yeah. Space. <laughs> as much as I hate space. God, I hate space. It's just, eh, 
whatever. I think that the idea of Kerbal is awesome. Like, it's... Kerbal is, like, one of the most interesting games I see. Um, Giant Bomb had... Vinny, Vinny from Giant Bomb played... Uh, like, they had goals, and he tried to plan it all out. And in some cases, it went spectacularly well. In other cases, it went spectacularly wrong, and it's it's awesome. Um and then, like, I watched another one where, like, a NASA engineer who actually, like, plays Kerbal, he came up with this way to, like, get to, like, the farthest planet. And it was crazy because he, he like, was launching rockets left and right, dude, and, like, would put them into orbit and just have them stay in orbit to where they were, like, fuel stations, quote, unquote. And um, he would, like, so he would have a Kerbal in there and... um one rocket that's just orbiting and he would just have the Kerbal get out in the middle of fucking space dude and then like this Kerbal will just fall right into another one like this this engineer just planned all this stuff out and so like whenever it went off it went off like like that it, everything was precise he had everything going and it just like that was that was kind of amazing to watch um, also, there's a guy at work that I talked to. He he's really big into computer script writing, like loves it. And he found a mod that he plays Kerbal all the time. But he found a mod where you can automate Kerbal program, like the Kerbal launches and everything in the game through um, a computer script. So like he basically automates getting to the moon every single time just by writing a computer script. It's kind of crazy that like that stuff is available in a video game. So I think that this is truly awesome. It really sucks that it's being delayed, um, especially from, like, n- until fall 2021. That's a year and a half delay, dude. A year and a half. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah. I, I do want to play this one, though. Once I get if like once I get my computer built and I have the means to, like, really get a setup going with it, I would love to try to play it more. I'll have to give this game a shot. I heard it's good. Yeah, there's a demo on Steam. I highly recommend downloading the demo. And I think okay. I think the demo allows you. I I think maybe the demo allows you to like like it's a demo up until you, um, make it to the moon maybe, which is like basically your first mission. And apparently that's like the the most fun. I think I I, I launched a couple of rockets, so don't quote me on how long the demo lasts. Or anything, but um, I think that it's up until you get to the moon. Okay. <laughs> um, should we talk about the Xbox-related stuff? Cause it seems like it'll be a little shorter and then kind of deep-dive with the PlayStation stuff to finish it off. Yeah, I mean, I think that, yeah, that's fine. Okay, so first up, um, the latest news from Microsoft on the Series X, uh, they talked about backward compatibility. So this was touched on in some of the initial tech reveals, and now they're uh, fleshing it out a little bit more, fleshing out the info. Um, it seems like backwards compatibility is moving along very well with the Series X, and they're saying that, uh, what, thousands of games will be supported. So it, I think we're at least going to have the same amount of games that we finished off last gen with. Um, so it seems like Xbox One titles are going to run natively on the hardware, um, and then the vast amount of, well, I guess they're, they're even saying it's not like a emulation, but everything that, um, worked with the 360 
Sounds like it's going to work here too. Mm. Yeah, uh, I mean, I feel like the way that it, the way that they continue backwards, uh, backwards compatibility is more like they just upload a database basically, yeah. uh, and that's the, which is a smart way of doing it. But I feel like that's how it works, to where then everything can just move over pretty seamless, seamlessly. I don't know what, because they said that you're right. They said that it's not an emulation, so it's just kind of weird. Like, how so, does, so I don't I, know. I'm reading this a little bit. Um, it does specify like I'll, I'll talk about some of the tech advancements, but it does specify original Xbox and Xbox 360. So I think we can at least expect to have the same backwards compatible library that we finish the Xbox One with, and then right. add on Xbox One games. Um, so I think there's like there's some level of emulation, but I think the majority of this stuff is is hardware level. I mean, whatever. I I feel like I my issue is that if it's not emulation, I, and I'm not I'm not a physicist, <laughs> but I I feel like if it's not emulation and it's hardware level, then you shouldn't have to wait for an update. Like an up, I feel like an update is what allows it to be emulated. So then, basically, I, like I with the PlayStation, I don't think you do. Um, oh, so you're saying that not anymore? Because on three on on Xbox One, the 360 games that upscale to 4K, yeah. they're still only like seven or eight gigs, like the size of a DVD, but right. it's able to render it so much higher. Um, because it doesn't like it, so it's not updating like the textures or whatever. Right. Uh, so I think that's the same technology. But it's so, not 100 percent of the games. That's my point. It's yeah. Some. And I think that issue is just getting the code to work, but um, uh, I don't think it's 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 not emulating like an original Xbox uh, hardware. It, it I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a computer engineer. I'm, I I just feel like like because the whole thing with the Xbox One is it's it's not like the PlayStation Two to PlayStation One where. It didn't matter what game you had. It had the hardware of the PlayStation 1 inside the PlayStation 2. So you could take any game at any point that was a PlayStation 1 game and put it in your PlayStation 2, and it would play flawlessly. I understand using new hardware new hardware to up-res old, hard, I mean old games. Like, that makes complete sense to me. Like, why would you not do that? But if it was just hardware... Um, dependent, I feel like that would make it that that would mean that every single game should work because it's based on the hardware. It's not based on the emulated code. But because they have like this emulated code, and you have to wait for these updates for those games to run. Because like I mean, <sighs> shit, I don't know. I, I think um, it's it's a middle ground. This situation is like a yeah. middle ground between the two traditional ends of the spectrum. Right. I mean, yeah, that's what that's what would make sense. So I I feel like my basically what I'm saying is whenever they say it's not emulation, I feel like that's a little bit of a mislead because to a degree I'm sure that it's not, but because like like do you classify? I'm sorry, this is getting really into the weeds, and I apologize. But whenever you say not emulation, 
are you meaning that it's not emulation because it's being upraised by current hardware and that is the hardware is allowing the game to run but it's still running an emulated code because it's not running straight from the disk it's running from it's running from some sort of emulation on the back end where they have to update to allow the code to run because if it was like do you get what i'm saying yes <laughs> okay Okay, I'm uh, going to move past that because I, I don't think we're going to come to an answer. Yeah. Um, but yeah. What we're going to be able to do is, what they've said, in many instances, double the resolution and double the frame rate. So go from 1080p to 4K, um, go from 30 hertz to 60 hertz or 60 to 120. Um, and it's also going to be able to add HDR. So they showed this with Halo 5 yeah. previously, a game that didn't have HDR. They added HDR effects and then, like, digital foundry measured the color temperature and whatever um but they're saying even on 360 and original xbox titles they're going to be able to add hdr which was 20 years before the existence of of hdr so that's pretty cool right yeah it's interesting and these so these updates are going to be hardware level so it doesn't impact the performance so we can at least say that that is hardware level right just this the technology updates I agree 100%. Okay. Um, Then the other potentially Microsoft-related thing is... So there's there's allegedly going to be news coming in a new issue of Famitsu. Um, One of the journalists... I think this is what the story was. One of the journalists in Famitsu did some kind of live stream and hinted that he has a big story coming up soon. And then also... I think he named Sega, um, but then it was like, oh, I shouldn't have said that or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. So this big news is somewhat related to Sega, and it's he said it's going to be industry-shaking the same level as the PS5 reveal. So that tells me it's not they're not working with Sony, or it's not like some kind of collaboration with Sony, or Sony buys Sega or something like that. Is I don't know if that's a fair thing to interpret but from that statement but that tells me it's something different than than sony i mean dude this entire thing is i feel like it's taken very much with a grain of salt but i think that it's also worth mentioning because i mean there it's if Sega, Sega has been so out of the out of the mainstream for so long that for them just to potentially have some groundbreaking news, that's kind of a big deal. The way I see it. So if it's a huge story, here's what I see as the possibilities. One, we get the Dreamcast two, which as much as I'd love that, I don't think that's gonna be the case. Yeah. Um, there's yeah there's go ahead I'm sorry and then other than that it's like Microsoft buying Sony or or Sega sorry Microsoft buying Sega or Sony buying Sega right um and I would I would say it's more likely to be Microsoft because they have been so much more chummy with Sega lately with all the Yakuza stuff Fantasy Star Online 2 I guess that's about it, but... I mean, yeah, but wasn't Fantasy Star 
Wasn't Fantasy Star part of Sega? Like, didn't they have a deal with Sega or from Sega? No, Fantasy Star sure. is made by Sega. Yeah, that, okay. I knew there was, like, some sort of association. Because um, that was, like, on the place... I mean, on the Dreamcast, right? Not not, not two. The original Fantasy, Fantasy Star was on Dreamcast, correct? Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that... I think it makes the most sense for Microsoft because... Like you, like you just pointed out, and also Microsoft. Well, the Xbox never sells, and well, it doesn't sell well in Japan. They've made strides; it's gotten better, but they, it's not big in Japan ever, never. So I could see them trying to get um, an extremely important Japanese game company like Sega on their side and so, but i at the same time i feel like i feel like sega would mostly i don't know i feel like sega and nintendo kind of go in hand in hand as weird as that is to say in this day and age but yeah they, they do like i i feel like a sonic game i'm willing to play it on the on the nintendo console whatever that is so I, yeah I, I would say that those two make sense because they kind of have like similar aesthetics yeah, yeah and they're both old old as hell like in the game industry they're both old as hell so they're not these new xbox i mean microsoft and sony kids but yeah i, I would say that based on what's been happening i think <laughs> it's more likely to be microsoft and and sega but i think sega makes sense yeah to, if they merge with nintendo but um i'm kind of wondering are they going to have Sega marketed in Japan, market the Xbox? Because Microsoft hasn't been getting exclusives, right? They're like, oh, we want people to play games on everything. Yeah. But what if they somehow had Sega, like, market the console somehow? And I feel like they, it's – I don't know how they would do this because it's, if it's the Sega Xbox, like, people are still going to know it's an Xbox. But, like, I feel like they would see through that real quick, but – I don't know. I think there's something uh, there they could do. I feel like if it's... The, basically, all I'm saying is, if this was like a Dreamcast 2, that would be badass. But at the same time, there's no chance in hell that thing has been kept a secret for this long and nobody leaked anything about it. Yeah. Like, whatever this is, there's been, like, no leaks. Like, this is the closest thing to a leak we have to it. And that, to me, that's that's even more... That's, that tells me more that it's probably not that big of a deal. Because... It's not like somebody leaks. Somebody always leaks. We have leaks on Silent Hills for crying out loud. <laughs> and right. So I I don't know. But like I said, I think that you should definitely take all this with a grain of salt um, and know that know that it was one journalist like you said that just like randomly accidentally said something like he didn't accidentally do anything he he wanted to spill the beans right then and there and just to get everybody riled up for no reason potentially right so there's there's that but i do think that like i don't know i could also see him saying like maybe a remaster i don't think that that's big (laughs) i don't think it's worth all this all these shenanigans, but I Wait. think that. What? I wonder. Okay. I just I thought of scared. this. 
I don't know if this is considered industry shaking to everybody, but maybe in in Japan to fans of Sega, what if they are bringing back Panzer Dragoon Saga? Aren't they already doing that? They're bringing back or they remastered the original, which was a shooter, right? Yeah. And then there's a, there's a VR Panzer Dragoon game, Panzer Dragoon game coming out that has like levels from the shooter shooter yeah. games in the series. But Panzer Dragoon Saga is the RPG of the series, widely regarded as, you know, one of the best RPGs of that era. Also one of the hardest games to find ever. Um, if they were remaking that, I think to to the Japanese games community and the RPG community, that would be, you know, an earth shattering thing. Because I wonder, we're, we're all thinking console related because you compare it to the PS5 news story but what if it's not a console related news story it's just a very very big news story i if it's sega related like and we're talking strictly sega dreamcast 2 or bringing back panzer dragoon saga specifically those are the only two big things they could do i think more importantly I mean, yes, I, I agree with everything you're saying. Um, I don't think... I think that's console-related. Uh, I hate to tell you this. But did you know Sega was founded in Hawaii? Uh, no, I didn't. I, you always just assume that they're, like, a Japanese company, but <laughs> I guess technically that would get American. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just convinced myself that this is going to be Panzer Dragoon Saga, so bring I mean, on the disappointment. Okay, sounds good. I was gonna say like, um, so you know the 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 one thing that I was that I'm thinking, I think that it's a murder, not a murder, but I think they're definitely having some sort of crazy deal with Xbox. That's my personal opinion. That's where I'm sticking all of my, if I had monies, that's where I would put all my monies, put it all, put it all on that. Um, but I'm also thinking that, um. Like, something that would be kind of cool is if they did the, um... So, you know how they came out with the Sega Mini? The Sega Classic, whatever. The Sega Genesis Classic, whatever it was. I can't remember what the actual name of it was. Yeah. But they came out with that, and you had, like, the the Sega Saturn and everything, which were, like, expansions on the Sega Master System, right? How's like I can't remember how they... But the, basically, like, the whole, like... Sega consoles back in the day, they all just connected to each other. What if we're just on like the next one that's gonna connect to the old to the Sega Saturn, uh, Sega Genesis Classic, and, and like it's really not that big of a deal. Maybe. <laughs> okay, so Panzer Dragoon, got it. Moves on. Um, last week we had a another state of play focused around one game. Um, and that was The Last of Us Part 2, um, which I'm kind of surprised they they did this, because I feel like it's a game that you want to keep under wraps and secret, but I guess that yeah. all got kind of blown out with the leak. Yeah. That, and I also think that we really didn't have true gameplay of it yet. Yeah. But not, not a whole lot, but... I yeah, know, well... I, I, go ahead. I, I was just going to say I thought this looked good. Yeah, no, dude, this, this like, really... I did think that it was awesome. That If you haven't seen it, go watch it. We'll, we'll, we'll give, like, a five-second. Right. Okay, now that so, you watched it. 
Um, yeah, dude. Uh, I thought it was awesome that uh, Ellie kills a lady playing a PSP, and like I feel like that was their symbolic way of killing off the PSP. No, it was terrible. <laughs> as a as a Vita owner, I was glad they I, showed it, but so sad. I also. It. I also thought it was kind of awesome that um, I I don't know for sure because I played the game like twice, but it's it uh, the soundtrack I'm heard I've been told the soundtrack that plays through the PSP was um, Hotline Miami. So it's, yeah, that's what people were saying. Yeah, so it's kind of cool that they like put that in there too. Um, yeah, I thought that was I thought it was awesome. Um, I thought that the gameplay was like for once it was real. I a lot of people like so whenever I say that there wasn't gameplay, all the gameplay happened was in like some sort of like trailer, and it was all extremely fluid because it was in a trailer, and that's not the way the game's gonna play. A game cannot be fluid like that. Like it's just it's impossible. You can try to make a game as fluid as possible. Don't get me wrong, but. Like, if you have a quick time event, you have to give the player time to respond to that quick time event. You can't just, it cannot just be bam, 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 like you're playing through a cutscene here. Like, it's, that just doesn't happen because a game cannot be that fluid because it still has to have an input from the player. Otherwise, it's not a game, it's a movie. So, um, so like, to see that there was actual gameplay of allowing time for player input is, I thought it was awesome. I thought it looked great. Um, Ellie can swim. Spoiler. Um, which is great. <laughs> yeah. um, I, th- I I I really enjoyed it. And um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, that game's coming soon. And um, even with all the crap that I've said about their little delay thing, which I feel like part of me is thinking that this delay was a marketing ploy. The more I'm thinking about it, because... Everybody got not pissed, but everybody found out about this about the delay, which just hyped the game up just a little bit more. And they delayed it for like less than a month. So it's just I don't know. I I find it a little fishy. Not the not the biggest fan of it, but hey, shit happens. Moving on. Um, I thought this looked good, and I can't wait for the the sequel to many would say was the game of the decade. Yeah, what did we decide on? Do we do the game of the decade? Yeah, do we, we, did we decide it, that? We didn't. No, we didn't pick. Like ever, each one of us picked our own. And oh yeah. Mine, mine was the last of us. Yours okay. is God of War. Cause, was it? Huh. Yeah. I don't okay. Know why. Still wondering. Great game, but decade. Uh, uh I don't know. But I, I mean, nobody's good. worse than Martinez picking Rock Band 3. <laughs> that wasn't his number one. That was his number two, wasn't it? No, I thought it was his number three, but whatever. The fact it that wasn't it was number one. The, yeah, no, number one was Grand Theft Auto, which I can agree with. But then, Rock, why is Rock Band on the list? I mean, why is Rock Band less than five? Like, <laughs> that's really. Like, it, I'm fine with it being on the list, but make it like. 15 or 20 i don't i don't think it was that crazy but that's fine 
Maybe the first one. The first one was a pretty big deal. That was revolutionary. That that got everybody playing as a band. And but that was that wasn't this decade. So moving on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it looked really good. I can't wait to play this. Um, actually, I need to pre-order it to make sure we get that special edition. I, th- I think we're gonna get the Steelbook one. Um, the Steelbook one. Yeah. I have. I have the standard pre-ordered from Amazon. Yeah, I I only have two games pre-ordered right now for the entire year, and that's um, Last of Us Two and Cyberpunk, and that's it. Yeah, there's uh, there's really not a whole lot that is on my list either. Actually, I real talk, I actually don't have the pre-orders going yet, but we'll we'll do the Last of Us special edition to make sure we get that because I'll probably sell out close to launch. Um, yeah. I'm probably going to get Death Stranding on PC when that comes out. Yeah, I definitely just would. to see just to see what it's going to look like. Yeah. Cuz to see that like fully like let loose from the PlayStation 4 hardware, um, I'm pretty excited about. Not to say the PS4 is a great console. Um, so those two, Cyberpunk and um, Assassin's I, Creed. Like those yeah. are the four four games for the rest of the year right now that I know. That's it. No. No. Not, not a, I don't think I would ever pre-order an Assassin's Creed game. Excuse me. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, they're cool, but I don't think I would pre-order one just because I feel like a lot of the times they come out and they're just kind of jank at the beginning. So I would like to give them some time to get all sorted out. And then I'm, I'm not, I I am definitely in the camp of I only pre-order games I know I want that day. I want to play that day. So yeah, that, I might try to uh, hold off and wait for a sale because. By telling myself, oh, I need to play through the other, the rest of the series that I'm yeah. also still behind on. Yeah, I really, after talking about it with you, um, I think that I'm really wanting to go back and play. Well, I want to play Syndicate. I definitely want to play Origin, um, Origins, Origin, Sounds Creed Origin, Origin, or, or, okay, Origins. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really want to do that one just because it's egyptian and that sounds awesome to me um and uh so if you're if you're going with that one i might as well go back to syndicate since i have that one as well um and then probably odyssey is the one that doesn't i feel like odyssey is way too big that's my problem like yeah i could i I could probably still be playing it by the time valhalla launches because i I have the dlc too so i literally could, could take that long that's nuts to me like nuts which like the sad part is that i remember you well i remember me arguing with martinez on whether or not that was bigger or um bigger than red dead because red dead's huge man but i feel like that actually is bigger than red dead um i feel like once the map opens up in red it's probably like when you're talking square square mileage, square footage or whatever, but yeah, it's, it's so much harder to get around the Red Dead world. It's yeah. you're able to travel so much faster in Assassin's Creed. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that was my whole big thing with like people complaining. I don't know if you remember this, but whenever Metal Gear Five came out, everybody was complaining about that the map size was only like two by two square miles or something like that. It was like really small, and. Th- but the thing that was is as you said like it takes so long to traverse that it doesn't matter you still feel like you're in a pretty big world like huge world in that game because it's just you have to like there's rocks and there's cliffs that you can't get around like i'm willing to bet i haven't been everywhere in that game and i played 
thousands of hours of that game. God, I want to get that on the PC. Huh. But yeah. Okay, should we move on to the last topic? We're almost out of time. Um, we, have, we have another topic? Yeah, dude. What else what? is happening next week? Oh, wait, we're talking... Oh, yeah, I didn't... Time out. I thought The Last of Us was the last thing that we were talking about. But, yeah, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about this now or if you wanted to wait until it actually happens. But go well, ahead. So, um, with all the next-gen announcements that are coming out, we finally have Sony's PlayStation 5 reveal scheduled for next Thursday. So, Sony's been incredibly quiet with all this build-up compared to Microsoft, so... I'm hoping this is where they finally like take the curtain down and and show us what's happening with PS5. Now, in the press release, they did specifically mention uh, more about games and less about hardware, so I am not going to be surprised if we don't see the hardware, we don't get release date or price yet. Um well, I'm just going to say that if we don't see the console, that's a gigantic loss. Huge loss. Like, huge. There's no way they can go this long. The Xbox One X, I mean, whatever, that one. um, The new one coming out, the Xbox Series X, sorry, there's too many. um, That was revealed in December, dude. December. We're going six months without seeing the PlayStation 5 since the reveal of the Series X. Yeah, I guess maybe we will see the console because uh, the rumor has been that uh, production is starting on on this, so the the leaks would probably be coming soon if um if they don't show it anyway. So hopefully they do show it. Dude, if they don't show it, I'm I'm seriously saying that I may not get it. <laughs> If if I don't have time to like digest what it looks like, especially because like the concept art for it has been so not I don't know if you want to say concept art, but the debugs I should say that right. were shown off as possibly being legit, like that I, I don't know man that didn't interest me. So if I don't see anything here, I may just be 100% Series X if I can even pronounce it right. Well, uh, I, for me, I think this showcase may be the make it or break it. Cause yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it all depends on the games. Um, and I, I don't know if they're going to uh, elaborate on hardware more. Uh, right now, it seems like Microsoft has the edge in hardware. Now, I don't think the jury's fully going to be out on that until these consoles are out and we get a, a breakdown from Digital Foundry and really see stuff. Because um, it seems like Xbox is going to have better graphic graphics capability but um playstation is going to have that faster ssd and we don't really know we don't really know how it's going to play out and probably won't know for sure until a few years out of really which which is the better way to go once we see games take advantage of it but the one real advantage that sony could have is is great games and to be honest with you um i I guess i'd said i'm not totally pc master race but Honestly, after being like 100% PC the last few months, honestly, I'm less excited about the tech aspect of the Series X because a lot of it is stuff that already exists. It, yeah. it is now just going to be cheaper and easier to to access. But like, yeah. 
I'm already playing games at 120 hertz on a on a faster input lag screen or faster response time screen than my TV. Um, so I don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I, if if they show amazing games that you can't get anywhere else, I, that that may push me more towards PS5. But again, uh, I'm really fascinated by the tech aspect of these things. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's it's a yeah. I I don't know. They really need to come out. And they need to start swinging for the fences. Personally, I think it's <laughs> I think it's kind of bullshit. But that's that's just me. Um, I think that it's a it's yeah. It's they need to come out and they need to do something because right now I'm I'm building a PC so I'm. I think I don't think I'll ever get over consoles, um, like ever. So I don't think I'll ever be 100% PC master race. I think I just enjoy computers, so that doesn't matter. But um, I mean, I'm I don't know. They they need to come out and they need to do something. They need to show me what it looks like. I don't give a shit about the controller. Like the controller matters. Don't get me wrong, but I don't want to just see the controller. I want to see the way the console looks. I need to know that I can keep going with my white theme here, <laughs> and I need to know that I I I just I don't know. And it's crazy because like we keep hearing about this SSD crap. And all this other hardware stuff, but they're just not showing anything. And whatever, I, I don't, I don't understand what, what, what benefit do you have waiting? Like you're not benefiting anything. You're just, you're peaking interest. But people are now getting, like I'm not in the industry, but like you and I talk about this on a regular basis for the most part. Like we talk about the new consoles. I am very much interested and invested in the new consoles. And the fact that like, I'm a person that's getting frustrated by this is that's not good. There's no benefit to this for you at all. Like I understand not, I understand not wanting to be, I don't know. I understand that your rivalry with like, microsoft and trying to wait to see what they have that way you can build towards that to try to make it better but you've had six months now like i honest to god i didn't care until i realized i was six months and now i'm just like kind of pissed (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's true and sony has sony has a lot of first party games that i am willing to spend the money on to buy that first if something if something comes out that if the last of us two is only on the playstation 5 i'd be like all right you got my money day one let's play it like i i don't care what xbox has because xbox i feel like xbox's first party games are just not there which i mean that's been a thing for a while now but they're just not there to where i'm gonna spend the money to buy first party games on the playstation 5 but i don't even know what the damn thing looks like i don't know what it's gonna play i i mean i know that I don't. We know nothing. We know what the controller looks like, and that's not the greatest. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, I think that they. I'm interested to see to see what happens. I just. I know, based on the specs, people are saying that the Series X is like comparable to a 2080 Ti already, at yeah. probably like 500 bucks. And I think if, 
the, the specs seem pretty similar. So hopefully Sony is around that same same point because if if both consoles are like you're getting a 2080 Ti for 500 bucks, that's gonna be hard to pass up on. But right. I think if Sony has Horizon 2 and Spider-Man 2 and the rumored Demon Souls remake and the rumored Silent Hill stuff, like that that's gonna be a pretty compelling case to buy the console. But um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's it's all just up in the air. We it's just speculation. So hopefully right. in a month's time we both have a lot more, or we have a lot more details on both consoles. Yeah, hopefully Friday we have a lot more details on both consoles. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I think we're almost out of time. Um, I have a quick uh, un- let's hear it. lesser known. Okay, let's so um, not gonna do the intro real quick. Lesser known. So Pac-Man is a big, big franchise. Pretty important for gaming. One of the first big gaming franchises. Just had its 40th anniversary, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. But I wanted to highlight a game that is maybe lesser known, maybe not, but it's Pac-Man 256. Oh, I think this no. It's not lesser known? Oh, no. Go, go ahead. I thought you were going to say Pac-Man World, because I was going to be like, yes. Well, we can also we can add that in, too. <laughs> um, Pac-Man 256, I think, was big on mobile. I think it was one of the bigger like free-to-play addictive mobile games that wasn't like really annoying with its microtransactions um but it's basically an endless runner style of pac-man where the you have to continually go up but keep going through the classic maze and it's got a really great art style like retro but updated and it's inspired by the fact that um like the 256th level of the original arcade game just half the screen glitched out so there's a constant glitch at the bottom of the screen and that's what's eating it up and you have to keep moving forward so um it's available for like less than five bucks on everything and um that was something i picked up super super cheap on pc um so i was messing around with that a little bit and it's just an addictive arcade arcade game so um not the traditional pac-man entirely and uh, i don't know if too many people know about it but pretty great game i just played pac-man like the other day and by the other day, I mean, like, last week. So, we'll, we'll do Pac-Man Worlds next week. I mean, dude, it's actually a terrible game. I love <laughs> it. I love it, but it's actually a terrible game. Yeah. Okay, I think we need to park the bus. Yeah, pull into port. All right, so this has been Codec Call, Z-Targeting Gaming Podcast, um, which you can find on... Um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, also on Spotify. Um, make sure to like and subscribe. Um, you can follow at ZTargeting2016 on Twitter. I'm at LukeDollar23. Dakota's at FoxDye89. Um, let me see. Was there anything else I was supposed to advertise at the end of these? Um, make, yeah. We have a Discord, which we need to post links to that in um, probably on Twitter or something. But we got a few channels for... Uh, games we're playing, online games, PC part stuff, so um, we can get people in that and discuss gaming and tech-related things, get a community going. Um, also, make sure to check out CPU, Computer Podcast Utility. So that is our tech podcast, and that one is actually real at this point, unlike in the biz or whatever does, the other one was we were going to do. <laughs> the stock market. <laughs> yeah, stock market. So. Uh, I haven't checked if CPU 
went through on everything, but it's definitely on Spotify and it was sent for approval on Apple and Google. Um, so if you're interested in computers, PC hardware, that kind of thing, uh, make sure to check that out too. And other than that, I think that's all we got. So thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time. Done.